Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, our focus is on the Center for the Arts. Denise Parton is here, Connie Downer is here, and uh, we'll tell you about her involvement. And uh, we leave the yellow microphone open today, Denise, for... (laughs) Uh, the dearly departed, uh, patience long. <laughs> she only departed jobs. She's still walking the planet, everyone. <laughs> we didn't lose her that way. She's just taking a different position somewhere else. Yeah, I know that, that um, you're happy for patience, but also um, sad for the Center for the Arts. But I'm sure this will open up a new chapter that will be just equally exciting. True. I say it's the end of an era, but the beginning of a fabulous future. You know, it's like the Center's never just one person. It is community theater so it's all of us together she was a great leader and she she did some great great things and our leadership team there all worked together and we all supported each other and you know we always saw a bright and prosperous future for us and she's leaving us at a good place you know she's not someone to jump off a sinking ship (laughs) Uh, but no she's walked out on a a really good time again I mean we got through COVID she made sure she worked hard getting us through that and keeping us open and afloat and we came back with a bang I mean I think we're busier and bigger than ever Mm -hmm. and uh, it was you know she felt like it was the perfect time to make her change and so we do appreciate and and respect and love her for that for leaving us in such a good shape yeah boy they um get, getting through really uh, 18 months two years during mm-hmm. during covid i mean that was difficult on on all um i, I guess arts yes, and it was. you know mm-hmm. but uh good to have that leadership during that time and i'm sure that there's there are committees looking and I oh see, yes we are I'm, I'm on the search committee as well as mark uh williams our the other person on our leadership team that handles all aspects of the theater part um and so we know we're confident we will have someone come in and uh be able to just pick up the pace and work along with us and keep us moving forward any timeline uh, or is you just search till you find the right person yep, i guess search till we find the right person because it's big shoes to fill and it's yeah. a great and very important role um and so you want the person that understands what we do not necessarily a theater person but more a financial person to understand the financial aspects of it what our future holds what our plans and visions are for the future and to lead us that way come alongside us so very good well um uh, we look forward to hearing news uh, about that help me introduce connie here because uh and and then we're going to talk some of the kids programming and then what Connie's really here to promote is Hamlet, which starts this yes. week, right? Yes, and I'm going to connect Connie to the children's program because her son came years ago yep. to one of my Star Wars classes, and um, his name was Sam. He's very, very talented, and I will let Connie tell you what role he plays in Hamlet. So um, <laughs> he's super talented. I've had him in a lot of my shows personally, but um, she came. She would drop him off, and she would sit in the lobby and wait for him to come out, and little did we know how talented she was herself. Her and her husband they're a very talented family um but got to know connie realized that she does direct and she has put on some amazing plays i love watching her plays they're always entertaining and she takes shakespeare and she can make it because some people are afraid of shakespeare and shy away from it but she can take her shows and make it so understandable and entertaining where you're on the edge of your seat and so i'm excited for hamlet but that is connie downer and i will let her 
tell you the rest. <laughs> <laughs> well, Connie, good to have you here today. Thank you so much. So uh, I guess uh, theater is, is something that you've been involved in for a while? Yeah, my husband and I went to conservatory school to train as actors. Um, and then, you know, life happened and we did other things. We ended up going into social, social services, actually. Um, but we brought a little theater there. We used to do uh, plays with the kids that we took care of. And um, it reaches a lot of children that can't be reached mm -hmm. otherwise. Um, so we kind of weren't doing theater for a very long time. And then when my son, Sam, uh, got involved in Denise's program um, at the center, we became theater parents and then you know as always happens in a community theater there's always need and opening for people who have certain skill sets and pretty soon we found found ourselves you know acting in a few shows and directing a few shows and we've been doing that for about six years at the center well when you tell someone like denise your background i'm sure that's when she gets out that big rope right <laughs> their eyes kind of light up really well <laughs> I've got a few things for you to consider. Yes. <laughs> so you have uh, directed others uh, at the Center for the Arts? Yeah, we did Midsummer Night's Dream a few years back, which I think is the first time that they uh -huh. had done Shakespeare. Yes. Um, and then after that, I guess Shakespeare's my thing. Um, <laughs> the next show I did was Shakespeare in Love, which is, of course, not one of Shakespeare's plays, but a, a, a really hilarious pl play about Shakespeare. And this year I'm doing Hamlet. So are, are you just like the, the resident uh, Shakespearean? Uh, <laughs> I think I'm the resident person who isn't afraid of it. Ah. True. <laughs> so why are people afraid of Shakespeare? I think because the language makes them feel like they can't understand it. Um, Shakespeare is actually this amazing playwright who he writes about the human condition. Um, so if you can connect to it, he has something to say to you and to your heart. Um, because uh, of how brilliant he is. So you got to get people past that language and help them see that they can understand it. It's not, we're not speaking in French or German. Um, it's just a little bit older version of English. Mm -hmm. um, so I, th I think, I also think that a lot of people don't get a, a good introduction to Shakespeare. Um, you were usually introduced in a classroom, uh, reading it, which Shakespeare's not meant to be read, it's meant to be seen. It's meant to be performed when you just sit and read it. it not so exciting. Um, and often taught by, you know, um, teachers who themselves don't understand Shakespeare and are having to get this unit in because they're told, but it's not their wheelhouse either. So they don't know quite what to do with it. Bless their heart. <laughs> I mean, seriously. So a lot of people didn't get a good intro to Shakespeare when they were younger. And then it's like, um, you know, in their adult age, it's, well, I, I never liked Shakespeare. Yeah, exactly. You know, and they're know, kind, of kind of locked into that. There's a so. prejudice against it, I guess, mm -hmm. really almost. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the things I always have as a goal when I'm doing a Shakespeare play is, is I'm always thinking about those people and what I can do and how I can direct and how I can shape things so that they come out going, wait a minute. I, under, I, I got that. Exactly. I understood what they were saying. That was good. And you she know? does. She meets that goal every time. I have to say personally, everything I've seen, she's, yeah. She so what is, it, what is it that, that when Connie is, is, is doing uh, some Shakespeare uh, uh, play, what makes it um, 
easier because she's doing it for you? I mean, what, what does I she think bring she out? Connie knows how to communicate a story. Okay. She knows how to communicate it well, and she knows how to teach her cast and actors to communicate it. And so you may think, oh, like she said, reading is hard, and people do get a bad introduction to it. But when you come in and you see it lived out, you understand it, and you walk away like, man, I understood everything about that because they – they not only told their story they communicated it to you and by showing you mm -hmm. by living it and it's just really you know plus her set and costumes and everything she puts in together to do that it just mm -hmm. makes it a very good experience so connie i i guess uh, the the costumes the set all of that goes into it but it, it really comes down to those who are performing mm -hmm. understanding and communicating it in the way that it was meant to be that makes it different well i i, I won't say that there's any way shakespeare was meant to be well <laughs> um i think you need to be true to his language sure. and pay attention to um it sounds silly but to his punctuation because he he really wrote what he meant um but i think beyond that you can be very creative with shakespeare um, you know, our Hamlet, we're um, setting in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, so there's no, nobody running around in tights and doublets. Um, <laughs> um, because you have that freedom, especially with Hamlet. Hamlet is a very open story. Um, it doesn't have to be set in some kind of classic. Um, and, and, and I think that is something that helps people who are a little afraid. You know, if they walk in, first of all, oh my God, they're going to go see Shakespeare. Yeah. So they're already nervous. And then they walk in and there it is, you know, men in tights and doublets and, and they're just like, they're gone. They're, they're just done They're like before the evening's even begun. <laughs> so that's not what they'll see when they come see my Hamlet. We've got a lot of shredding and um, torn clothes and um, the set, the amazing set that was done actually by my husband is um, a... Um, a sewer dwelling basically um a broken down sewer dwelling so it's it's a little bit different world that i hope will engage the audience and help them take a breath and listen so this is not the um hamlet that you may have seen before this is not the <laughs> hamlet that you may have seen before uh, we also cut it severely hamlet is almost always cut um, because it is a five-hour play um, so very few people other than the elite Shakespeare companies in like England, very few people do it in its entirety. Um, for community theater, I cut it, I cut it about in half. So it's about a two and a half hour show. Um, and that was uh, an interesting and painful <laughs> experience <laughs> to cut. Shakespeare is always terrifying um, to cut Hamlet more so because mm -hmm. it is his perhaps greatest work. So, but I got in there and <laughs> I spent about a year on the script. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. So you knew that Hamlet was coming up in this season. I asked for it. Yeah? Ask me later if I think that's a good idea. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was on the tip of my tongue right now. <laughs> no, I, that, um, Mark asked me what I wanted to do next. And I said, I want to do Hamlet. And he said, isn't it really long? <laughs> and I said, yes, it's five hours long. And he said, yeah, we can't do that. And I said, okay, I'll cut it. And he said, two hours. And I went, mm, <laughs> we'll be shooting for how about if the evening doesn't go longer than three with intermission? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, deal. So, 
So there was a little bargaining going on. Yeah, we, yeah, I had I had bargained for Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I guess with um, everything that happened with the pandemic, it got pushed back. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I was actually given the play two years ago. Yeah. Um. So I've I've had the great opportunity to live with it for a long time and think about it for a long time and spend time on the script. But so it's perfected now. It's ready. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> It's ready to go. It's ready to go. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I've got, uh, I have a concept for um, Hamlet. Uh, I play a young Hamlet. A lot of people choose that Hamlet is in his 30s. I don't believe that. A lot of scholars don't believe that. So our Hamlet is getting played around 18 years old. He's played by a 21, a 20-year-old uh, young man who happens to be my son. Ah. Yeah. So things come full circle there, huh? Yep. <laughs> yep. So um, it, it opens this Friday? This Friday. Okay. And it's a two-week run, correct? That's right. Now, uh, you were telling me that there are still some tickets available, but as with any show at the Center for the Arts, if they're available today, that doesn't mean they're available tomorrow, mm, and it true. doesn't mean that by the weekend it won't be sold out. So if you want tickets, be sure to uh, go ahead and call the Center today uh, for that. It's... Something very interesting that you mentioned, Connie, that I wanted to go back to, um, that it's kind of a adaptable. You, you, you can really put it in any decade. I mean, mm -hmm. you could do it from the 60s, 1960s perspective to you really could. the future. So that, that's kind of where you've gone with this. Yeah. I mean, not all of Shakespeare's plays, I think, are the, as easily adaptable. Obviously, his histories are, are difficult to take out of their time period. Right. But his, many of his comedies and um, many of his tragedies, you really can, you can give them a more modern setting or a more out there setting, um, and, P and P directors do. <laughs> but Hamlet in particular, um, what is one of the most amazing things about Hamlet is some of the most specific character work I've ever seen written um, by any playwright ever, and yet somehow Shakespeare wrote these people open to interpretation you could play hamlet correctly 10 15 different ways you could play every character in this play correctly true to the script 10 or 15 different ways and that's exciting mm -hmm. so basically the the point that i wanted to get across here is if you've seen hamlet before mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that there won't be some surprises and i mean it, it'd be a totally different play to you this time that's right you haven't seen this hamlet you haven't seen this cut <laughs> you haven't seen this wonderful cast um so people should come out and it's one of those rare um i guess um uh, events here with with hamlet that it can be different each night just a little bit with different inflections and things of that nature and uh, but I think it's kind of interesting that you know no matter when you've seen it before you'll never see it like this again probably mm -hmm. that's true yeah so uh, get your tickets and uh, Center for the Arts BoroughArts.org where you can uh, get your tickets and um, 
Denise, you've got some pretty cool things going on yourself. Yeah, we do. Our CSA fall session has started up. Uh, actually, classes start tonight. Uh, we have two production classes this time. We usually just do one, but we are growing, and we have a lot of, of children signing up that just want to act. So we have a beginning production class, which is James and the Giant Peach, and that will culminate in three performances at the center. We also have our advanced production class, which is Shrek, and um, that will be at Tucker theater at MTSU in December and the classes meet at the center but the performance will be at Tucker and uh, we are still in um, callbacks for that they auditioned a week ago and they thought I would announce the cast list today but <laughs> we've got till December and this is a they'll they'll have this show down way before December so I am making them battle it out for the part <laughs> Because, um, you know, at callbacks last week, I just didn't see what I needed to see. And because it's a performance-based education, and I need them to step it up. So it is all this week. It is the Battle of the Fionas and the Dragons. <laughs> so that'll be fun. We also have our mini performers classes starting uh, today and Wednesday in an act-up class with um, one of uh, Connie's uh, actors in Hamlet is teaching that class. Aaron is teaching oh, act-up. Awesome. He was also our Patrick Starr in Spongebob, so that's how versatile we are. <laughs> he can play Patrick Starr and then and he's be Claudius. <laughs> he's Claudius in my show. He's excellent. <laughs> he's I think amazing. he's so talented. Uh, so he's teaching ACT UP. So that class is almost full. We probably have spot for maybe one more, but that is a good person to learn under because he's, he's amazing. Yeah. I, I just find it very cool, you know, that you had uh, were introduced to Connie and, and the family through your children's programming, and now he's the star in Hamlet, you know, years yeah, later. Sam and, is, yeah. Yeah, and, and seeing the kids come through and continuing to contribute to community theater that's mm -hmm. that's why you do what you do yes that's why we do what we do it is community it's family it's all of us coming together and do what we love doing the most and that's telling stories yep. <laughs> we love to tell stories because everybody <laughs> loves a good story <laughs> and everybody wants to live vicariously through the one they're watching <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so hamlet opens this friday runs this weekend and next and uh again center for the arts uh online borougharts.org denise connie thanks for coming in today thank, thank you. you so much for having us and and I, I guess break a leg. Is that what we should <laughs> that, say? Right? That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Denise Parton joining us today with the Center for the Arts and uh, Connie Downer, who is the uh, director of Hamlet. So uh, get your tickets, borougharts.org online. That is going to do it here for our program. Thank you so very much for joining. And if you missed part of it, check the podcast at WGNSradio.com. Just tap podcast and Rutherford Issues. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of family.